0: welcome everyone to take it home podcast i'm your host john larocca and on today's episode i'm gonna be talking about new japan strong specifically the new japan strong heavyweight championship match that took place on originally taped on may 15th and it was uh finally aired on uh, this past weekend on June 26th, it was the champion of New Japan Strong, filthy Tom Lawler, defending his title against no days off Fred Rosser. Um, I was really looking forward to this match when I saw uh, it was going to air, and I was spoiled on a title change ahead of time, but it didn't really you know, hurt my anticipation for the match because... I've seen their previous matches, especially their very first match, and I really love their chemistry in the ring together. So I was like really, really excited to uh, watch this one. And you know, I saw the pictures, of the blood all over Fred Rosser's face. It's, it's all over his face and body. And I was like, man, I want to see what, how this all came about. What happened? Um, if they can top their previous two matches. So, um, uh, let's dive right into it. Um, I want to get right into this match cuz in this whole program with uh Lawler versus Fred Rosser, um, like I said, their first meeting took place on November 13th, 2020. It was during the pandemic, no fans. This was New Japan Strong was taping in LA in that warehouse and um which the, you know, those shows I liked, I thought the New Japan style of wrestling really fit well, when there's no fans, same thing with NXT UK. I thought their stock it was very hard hitting and physical. Um And this match here just flipped me to being a Fred Roster fan. I was never a, not a Fred Roster fan. I just, I just thought like, unfortunately, he didn't get opportunity too much to really shine in WWE. He was kind of always on a, the main event show, which I didn't watch. I know he did get uh, the tag team with uh, Titus O'Neil that they were featuring for a short time when I was watching it more. But, you know, so I just kind of just going into this match like, okay, t- t- I really like Tom Lawler. I, I, I love his work. Um, I, you know, we, I was able to book him one time in APW did that last year? I was booking APW, and I was, you know, fighting for years to book him when he was making his return back to pro wrestling. Because this guy is just so charismatic and and legitimate, and you could and he's just the whole package. Like you want to gotta go out there and entertain and also put on good matches. And and I was just pushing for Marcus. You know, the Marcus Pro he's the one that's holding the money, right? So he's the one that's gonna ultimately decide. And you know, and so I, you know, he had other, he had other. Other use of the funds to other people we bring it in, and I, I kept pushing and pushing and pushing, and we finally did a deal with Lawler and Brian Alvarez, and um, you know, with the of the Jungle Boy. And that was a lot of fun, and it was it was cool to work with Tom and APW, and just you know, a complete professional. And I hope uh, when APW does get up and running again, and and uh, I hope Marcus brings him in, even though I'm not booking, I was still needle him to book Tom Lawler because I just think he just adds so much to. The sh- each show he's on. And, and he's been doing tr- such a great job ever since he's hooked up with New Japan. And I'm so, I am was so happy that happened. And um, it's where he needed to be. And he's able to showcase, like I said, his charisma and his wrestling ability. um, You know, and so, so when I'm watching this match, the, the original match in 2020 with Tom Lawler and Fred Rosser. And it just blew me away. I am, I'm am sucked in suspension of disbelief these guys are physical fighting scrapping i'm rooting for roster to get the win you know like and i'm the i'm a, i was a, a, the filthy tom waller guy and i'm just like this is unfreaking believable this is a special match um one of my favorites of 2020 and I, I i remember you know i was going on twitter and tweeting it out and people need to watch it it's so good and and i, I believe now it's probably free on New Japan World because I believe they they air like the older episodes are free now. It might even be on their YouTube page. I'm not sure, but I'm sure you can easily find the November 13, 2020 match between Tom Lawler and Fred Rosser. You know, and I really just highly recommend it. Um, it might, you know, I know a lot of fans, we're used to fans being back in seats again and cheering and yelling and screaming, which is great. Um, but, it doesn't matter that there's no fans in this in this little arena that they're wrestling in. All, you're just so focused on them, focused on their heart and tr- struggle, their fight. They're trying to get to get that pin or submission match. Like I said, it's just beautiful pro wrestling. And when re- wrestling is good and and it's really good, you just suspend your disbelief and you're just sucked in. You know. You, and I, I love that feeling, you know, and that's when I know I'm watching a really great match, right? That's when I know, you know, I'm just just totally in it, 100%. And those guys took me on that roller coaster in that match. So, really just, so that started in 2020, and I was like, man, I want to see these guys hook up again because they have such great chemistry. And of course, Tom Lawler ends up in April becoming the very first New Japan Strong champion, defeating Brody King in the finals of a tournament. Um, And so they're building to another match. Fred Rosser, Tom Lawler. um, Now, they did a highlight video on this episode of their feud. Or leading up to this championship match in Philadelphia. And I thought they left a lot of stuff out. Because, you know, I thought they should have showed highlights of 2020, the very first meeting. Uh, they 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 could have told more between us. There's a lot of space between um, the 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 videos. I mean, they didn't want a long video, but I think it's okay. You could have had a longer video here to kind of give more uh, uh, quotes and 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 from Fred Rogers. Maybe a more of a a twenty four seven feel with the boxing feel or with the UFC was oh, Unleashed or something. And it was um, do that. You know, a little longer video of that talking about, you know, Fred Rosser, tired of the bowling from Team Filthy and Tom Lawler specifically, and he's finally going to take this championship. It's all that he wants. That's his ultimate goal in wrestling. And, you know, and then Lawler could just be his cocky, arrogant self. Like, I beat him twice already. I'm going to smash him. I'm going to crush all his dreams. Because I'm the best, you know, and, and, and it's Tom all, all the way to say it. Because he's so charismatic and he adds humor at the right time. Um, I still, I still can't get with the uh, Daisy Duke shorts, uh, the denim shorts that he wears. I just don't get it. I liked it when he had the uh, Team Filthy uh, fighter shorts, and uh, I just, you know, I like that look. the 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 shorts. Like denim Shorts, the Daisy Dukes, man, it's 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 out there. But that's Tom. He's out there, right? Like he's he's, he's a mad genius in my opinion, um, and it's working. Is I mean, I might have I mean, I might be my thing, but it's working for him, and he's all over the place now. He's getting booked everywhere, and I'm so happy to see that, and I'm happy to see he's going to be in the New Japan G1 tournament. How awesome is that? Um uh, I, want I wanted Fred Roster to be in the tournament as well, honestly. Uh, I think he would do so well in it. And it would be a great, you know, because like a lot of the fans, I mean, New Japan Strong is really, really a small audience, right? Like start, it's truly the hardcores of the hardcores um, that watch it. And it's unfortunate because, I mean, there's really good wrestling on it a lot of great talent on it i think more i think you should get a bigger buzz than it does there's so but the problem is there's so much wrestling out there and for people to cover it all and you know you need the certain voices like the Dave meltzers and um the top top i guess journalists to really cover it and focus on it to maybe give it more attention and you know where there's stuff like game changer wrestling that gets all this attention for just a bunch of dudes hurt themselves for because they had no talent right or just poor workers i'm sorry to knock them it's just like when mean, i watched a couple of those shows i try to see what was the rage about and it's like a poor man's ECW, like with like worse workers you know and um it's just to me it's like a mess of a, sh- a mess of a show and but nutrient strong so professional and you got quality workers and you got really good matches, and those those should be promoted more. NXT UK should be talked about more for all the quality work. Remember when people were talking about really good matches, and now we just sitting here and focus on this really bad stuff and these, these stunts that people do and all this craziness. If it doesn't, if it's not on a GIF, like guy, like I, I, I I've been preaching about this <laughs> the last few weeks on this podcast, just these mark promoters are just like booking guys off a GIF on Twitter. They don't know if they can lock up. They don't know if they could, if I could draw a ticket. They don't know, you know. They don't know if they could just put on a hell of a performance for you. You know, it's just, just, oh, this guy just did some stupid. It's getting shared around. We need to get him on this show. We, I need to book him. You know, it's just horrible. But then you got these talented guys, who I mean, not not no, not Tom, because Tom's everywhere. I I see him booked all over. But there's a lot of talented guys out there who good workers who just don't get these opportunities and they're what they're being punished. Cause they're good. Work- we're, we're at this point now in this business where we're punishing the good workers on the, you know, it used to be before we promoters were trying to get these good workers. And well, the problem is a lot of these promoters just don't know where to look or how to look. They don't, they can't even judge talent. You know, they're reactionary, you know, they, they, they wait for someone to get a little buzz and that's who they want to book. They don't like, watch footage. They don't They don't seek out to see a diamond and rough. They don't go find a Ray Jazz in in the Northeast and see that this guy is a potential future superstar with the pedigree of, of a sensational, you know, of a, could be, a, you know, I don't want to get in this high. I mean, it's kind of, you know, a, a young Kurt Angle, you know, with his amateur background and his uh, charisma and it's, he's just, he's a guy that you could, take a chance on he's a guy i opinion think like you book him on your shows and yeah i was on i was on the ground floor with this guy right um you know invictus cash i talked about him many times i mean like i said there's there's a ton of great talent out there that i should be seeing more out there anyways back on that little t- tirade there i apologize for that but you know just i just get frustrated about it and so the story is fred Roster. they're going through the history they're going history. In a tag team match, Lawler's been undefeated. Fred Roster gave Tom Lawler his first New Japan Strong loss when uh, Ross, like I said, Roster put him in a tag team match. After the match, Team Filthy attacked Roster and ended up snipping his hair with scissors, cutting his hair to humiliate him. And and so that was in what. I trying to, to narrow down that tag team match when it took place sometime in the fall of 2021. They didn't really put a date on it. The second meeting for the title uh, Fred Roster ended up shaving his head bald. And this that match took place on November 15th, 2021. And it went like nearly 25 minutes. Uh, a really good match. Um I thought maybe honestly of the three matches, the original, the the the, the first match, excuse me, in 2020 and then this match here, and then, of course, the, the title match, title in Philadelphia that we'll be talking about shortly here. I thought this was the best match of the three. It definitely, this crowd definitely wanted for Russell to win that title. They were hot for it. They thought it was going to happen. They were waiting for it to happen. And, like, when they didn't get it, they were just just furious, right? Um the booking was very interesting of this match. The finish was great. Like they're both on the floor, beaten and battered. The count is on, and at nineteen, they both slide in. Roster slide in. he's slides in. He's just exhausted. Lawler dives in. He's exhausted too, but he sees an opportunity where, as Roster's trying to like collect himself, you know, beat the count and he's trying to get focus again. Lawler just pounces on him, gets the rear naked choke, and. Rosser doesn't tap out, but he passes out. Um, And at first, I'm like, man, when I saw that booking, I'm like, maybe they should have done something else or kind of more protected Fred Rosser, gives him an excuse for a rematch because, you know, Lawler does just win, you know, chokes him out, very decisive. You know, they could have done a Broadway where, you know, Rosser is going to get the chicken wing. The final minute, he finally locks it right in the center, and there's no place for Tom Law to go. And here comes Team Filthy, who was banned from ringside, but they come out anyways to kind of, you know, the referee's trying to stop him, but they're not trying to interfere to go for the golf game. They're just trying to get the referee to stop to stop looking at Tom because there's a chance he can tap. And then the camera should be on Tom as you see the referee in the background telling uh team filthy get out of here not supposed to be out of here so he and that, that's when you see tom tapping and tapping and tapping but the referee's so busy telling the team to get out of here he misses the tap and the time runs out and t- lawler retains but froster is you know on top of that match at the end and he has a legit beef like i had you tapped if, you know if it wasn't for you your guys coming out Distracting referee. The referee would have saw you tapping. You know, I don't blame the referee for not for not seeing you tap. I don't blame him. You know, he's he's the enforcer of the rules, and those guys weren't supposed to be out here. And they, when he saw him come out, he's gonna go out there and yell at him and tell him to get the hell out because they're gonna be fined. Like, don't put any heat on the referee in this situation. Um, you know, to me, I don't know. That could have been a way they gone, but you know, it was. But it was a fucking great match, dude. I love this match a lot. I thought just again. Another war, another physical match. So I'm just getting like as they're showing the highlights of that match, too, I'm remembering it. I'm like, okay, I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready for this title match. And as the and then as the highlight video continues, on March twentieth, New Japan strong evolved. After defeating Clark Connors, Tom Lawler as a champion said he would he now he's in control. No one's gonna dictate him who's gonna challenge him for the title. He's going to grant whoever is going to get title shot going forward, right? Uh, Roster comes out, he confronts him, challenges Tom with the title, but you know Tom, the heel champion, who's already now beat him, denies him, and honestly, Tom has a legit, legit. It's legit, like I beat you already. You don't, need, you don't deserve a title shot, right? That's why I think Roster should have been had an out somehow. Like I said, going Broadway or. This team interferes and in costs the match when he when he had the match won, or just something. Something to kind of keep it where like, yeah, roster deserves it. And and Tom's just avoiding he's avoiding him here, but at the same time, you can't really give too much heat to Tom because he did beat Rosser. It choked him out. NFL Sunday ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that it just got easier to be an NFL fan, even if you live far away. Um, on the f- April first, New Japan Strong Show, Lone Star Shootout, Roster once again challenges Tom Lawler for a tile shot. Lawler declines once again, but then says if Roster can beat his tag team, the West Coast Wrecking Crew, which is Jordan Nelson, a Jarrell Nelson, excuse me, and uh, Royce Isaacs in a handicap match, then he would give Roster a tile shot. On the April 10th edition of uh, New Japan Strong Mutiny, the West Coast Wrecking Crew beats Fred Rosser in a handicap match. And I'm like, man, this because I haven't, you know, I haven't kept up with every New Japan Strong show. I just, you know, me, three kids. There's a lot of stuff I have to cover for uh, our Fight Game Media Patreon with a Raw 98 show that Garrett and I do. Uh, the Fight Game Media Podcast on the Wrestling Observer site. I mean, I watch enough wrestling. You know, so it's hard to fit everything in. And I try to keep up with New Japan Strong as much as possible. But it's just there's so much out there. I'm even behind on NXT UK. And you guys know how much I love NXT UK. It's just been, life's been so busy. I haven't been able to watch a lot as what I want to watch. as You know, because just, it's just insane right now. And so I didn't know this match took place. when I saw, oh, it's a handicap match. And, and you know, he's going to beat him. <laughs> but he gets beat. I'm like, well, oh, shit. Do I want to see Fred Rosser now in this match with Lawler? And then now he's, and now Lawler's, he's just, he's gloating, right? Here's Fred Rosser lost to his tag team, which is, you know, it's two on one. Versus two tough guys. Rosser put up a fight, but he loses, right? So so Lawler is is now like, you know what, you you want a towel shot. I know you want that towel shot. You know what? And, and Ross at this time, since late November of twenty twenty one, has grown his hair out. And Lawler's like, you know what, I like I like you bald. Shave your head and I'll think about giving you a towel shop. And so Rosser just kind of just takes it. They have already have, Lawler has clippers ready, you know. He still has hair from the, the last time they they cut Rosser's hair. And he's mocking Rosser. And there's Jarell Nelson starts shaving the head of Fred Rosser. And Rosser's sitting there. Finally, Rosser just grabs the the clippers. He starts shaving his own head. Like, I don't give a shit about this hair. All I want is that towel shot. I want to beat you for it. Yeah. And, and, Lawler him. Now, f- I'm not a fan of just doing haircuts for haircuts, right? Just having people shave their heads for no big stipulation of a hair match. Like, don't waste that shit. In my opinion, just don't waste it. It's, it's just, that could be a hair match Should be some money, man. You know what I mean? It should be, built up big time. Maybe Rosser puts his hair up against for the title shot again. And Lawler's going to do, you know, whatever you could have done something else or, 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 you know, Lawler's always drawing his hair out and shaving it. Like you do, you could have built up to a hair match and then Lawler could lose and shave his head. Right? Like he's, 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 I love it when he has the long hair. I think he just looks like he, he's, a, I, I think he looks like star anyways, but like, I just think he looks like a superstar. With the long hair, he just it, I I always like like I said the long hair the the fighting shorts that's the that's the look I like Tom, though I appreciate his uh his uh his his, his humor with his character his outlandish uh, entrances of course he's famous for in um in the uh, mixed martial arts world of having those great walkout entrances or coming out during the weigh-ins like my favorite was obviously. My favorite is Giant Severin. I remember like at San Jose when he fought, uh, who did he fight? Someone, Weidman. He fought Weidman in San Jose on that classic show. Of uh, The main event was uh, uh, Hua versus uh, uh, Henderson. That fucking classic. Um Law was on that show. He lost to Weidman, but he came out with the let's get physical. And my wife was there with me, and she just got a kick. Total kick out of that entrance, you know, because yeah, she's she was going with, along with me to these shows. You know, she's not really that big of an MA fan, but she likes the the charismatic people. And and there it is, Tom Lawler just won her over. She was really upset when he lost, you know, because he was he was a dude. So he, that's Lawler. He's like I said, the, the shorts thing. He's just very charismatic. So, anyways, so again, like I'm like, why could they just have? Roster beat the West Coast Wrecking Crew in a handicap match to lead to a title shot. Like, so I, I, I'm not a big fan of the build of this to this title. You know, actually, you know, first he loses clean, gets choked out, and his first challenge for the title. And then here he loses the handicap match. Now, granted, it gets it's it against two on one, right? And maybe New Japan's like, well, that's not credible. A guy can't, a guy can't beat, one guy can't beat two. Maybe New Japan doesn't, you know, but what you could do is you could do a St. Louis wrestling style. I'm talking about, you know, back in the Shan Mushtick days, the old, the old classic, traditional handicap match where one wrestler fights one guy and then after he wins that match, if he wins that match, he faces the next guy. Um, so you could have had Fred Rosser and Drell Nelson have a match and a long physical match to a point where the commentary is like, Man, if he does beat. Jerrell Nelson. This match is gone like 15 minutes. It's been hard. It's been physical. It's been mentally draining on, on on both men, especially Fred Rosser, who has so much riding on this match. If he wins, he gets a title shot. If he loses, it's it's dashed, and he'll never. You know, he's back of the line again. So, like, and then throughout the match, you have you have Team Filthy out there. You have interference, non stop. So you know, so. You know, roster has to fight through that. And finally he he gets a pin on Nelson. And here comes Isaac trying to get the jump start on his match now with Rosser. Goes to the ropes. Rosser locks in a tight inside cradle. One, two, three, boom. And he he sneaks out, gets out of the ring before team filthy can jump him. And boom, he just won that two on one handicap. And Lawler's like shit, I can't believe he did it, right? I just... Like, just having a guy get beat in a handicap match, I don't understand... For me as a viewer, as a fan, how does that make me like, okay, I want to... He deserves it. This, you know... He agreed to do the handicap match, so if he loses, it's like, yes, it's unfair to wrestle one on two, and... But he agreed to it and still lost, and, that, and the, I didn't see the match, but I see the highlight they shows Like they hit him with his finisher, so... They're, they're tag team finisher, so it's, to me, not a good build to this. So now I'm like, I don't know about this match. But I will say I, my, my, my buddy Jeremy Feinstone, shout out to him. I asked him, like, hey, did you watch the Tom Lawler-Fred uh, uh, Roster match? where We were together at Melters watching the Forbidden Door show, and he's like, oh, yeah, it's great. It's really good. I'm like, okay. I, 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 I believe that because their previous match has been really good, so. I'm like, okay, the build, eh. But let's see if they're going to deliver in that match. I'm really excited for it. Great entrance. Roster comes out. Oh, I think Lawler comes out first, which I thought was really interesting. I'm never a fan. I don't care the heel or what. Champion comes out second. Roster comes out. The entrance is. I'm feeling hyped. Philadelphia crowd, I can't tell how hot they are for this. Um, the, the crowd back in November, which is was, I think, in Anaheim, was hotter for sure. And I, I if you're going to do the title change, you probably could have, should have done it there because, like I said, that crowd was wanting it. And they are about ready to go nuts when Fred Ross won the title. Philadelphia crowd, it's... I don't know. It is, I don't feel, feel the anticipation yet, but I know these guys will get them into it because these guys are so good in the ring. Um, the match starts out fast, aggressive, physical, um, trading forum shots this is where I miss punches, you know, like actually I don't mind the, the forearm shots here at the beginning. Then they go quickly going through the grappling back and forth with, the, uh, uh, you know, Lawler should get the advantage on the grappling. Cause he's, you know, the, the, the mixed martial arts veteran. And I would have loved to see him just kind of, but you know, but roster should hold his own. He should be in it with that, with that grappling exchange. But finally, Lawler just has that, that, that extra gear is able to kind of, Lockdown uh, roster but they kind of go into the ropes, right? The referee gets to count one, two, three, and the law should just rat punch them in the ribs. Boom! It's a fucking cheap shot, man. I love when heels used to be heels and just take a nice cheap shot, rat punch, and then some, you know, roster. Then you start throwing some fisticuffs here. Then they didn't go to the floor. Didn't go because they kept going back and forth uh, from the floor to the ring, but that's okay because they had a they have a, a beef here, right? Uh Lawler hits a, 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 a spin wheel kick on roster. Rosser rolls to the floor. Lawler hits this dive out off the top just double hand or macho man style. It I believe that's what he was going for. It wasn't pretty but that's okay. I, you know I don't I don't I'll when a guy's not usually his forte of doing dives to the floor, I like I, I like it a little a little rough. It just brings more realism to me. Um, they will bow back into the ring and then right back out of the ring. Like I said, it's, it's, it's a grudge here. It's, it's, it's about to lose control. Uh, Lawler gets a rear naked choke on roster on the, on the outside. Then Lawler starts dragging roster up the entranceway and into the locker room. Referee Jerry Marcus, shout out to Jerry Marcus. We, we, you know, he would make these long drives from Southern California with Jake Atlas, uh, 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 Douglas James, a lot of this, Ruby Rays, a lot, a lot of the SoCal crew that we would book for Alpha Wrestling and, you know, he's, you know, showed face and wanted to get on the show if he could have a spot for him and, you know, and he was a good referee. I, I loved working with Jeremy. I really enjoyed his professionalism and I was, was willing to for sure get an opportunity to be on the be on the show you know as, as much as possible uh, there's other referees I wish weren't on their show that we you know that we were right we had but you know and I'm so I was so happy to see Jeremy hook up with the Japan and he's found a home there and just really proud of that guy great guy um, and just doing awesome things and I think he already ref matches in Japan already which is freaking great for him I love it so Jeremy following him, Lawler and Ross to the back stage area. The camera doesn't follow, uh, but you hear like a bang. Sounds like a chair shot, and then Lawler starts. You see Lawler turn the ring, smiling, with the referee. Like, and the referee tells him to, and he's telling rough. Just put on the count. Put on the count. What's kind of weird is like, now I shouldn't even. Question is because New Japan they hit people with chairs all the time. There's no disqualification. Maybe maybe, and maybe that that rule applies in New Japan strong. But the referee followed him to the back, and so when I mean he saw the chair shot, so that could have been a disqualification. I mean, really, but it's one of those weird. So I guess we're just going New Japan rules here, right? New Japan strong. New Japan rules where you could do get hit people with foreign objects and and. You just don't get disqualified. But anyways, Rosser makes his way back down the aisle, and he is bleeding. He collapses at the top of the stage. He's doing such a great job selling, losing all this pint of blood, losing That uh, looks like he's about to pass out. He starts stumbling to the guardrail close to the fans so they can get a close look. Those fans right there get a close look at that cut and that blood coming down his face and onto his body. Referees put on the count. And I'm like, I love this kind of stuff. I love this storytelling. Like, There's Lawler smiling. He has it in the bag. This guy is not going to. He's bleeding out. He's not going to be able to get at. He's not going to get back in the ring. He has no, no energy. And the part I just did not like is here comes Team Filthy out of nowhere. And they start blocking a path for Fred Rosser. Right. They're not physically touching, they're just blocking the pass. So they so so rostering you can count it out. Out comes uh some baby faces, Dave Finley, some young lions, and they start brawling the back and they fight off, right? They fight off with Team Filthy and they're gone. What I don't like about that is the fo- the, the focus now becomes the fans and the on in the audience. Now they're looking at this fight. That's going up the rampway. They're not paying attention to Rosser, who was bleeding and struggling to get in the ring. It just took away from that moment. And I think instead of you doing the the filthy trying to block and the Bayface throwing him off, you just keep focusing on rosser, doing all you can to get that get back in the ring and to beat that count. Uh, and roster does beat that count, obviously. Uh, and he's bleeding so much, the Pennsylvania Athletic Commission doctor comes out, and he starts checking on that cut on Ross's forehead. I'm, I am loving this. C- you know, because this, excuse me, I forgot to mention, not only is the title on the line, but if Fred Rosser loses, he's loses his in Japan contract, and he's out of New Japan, right? So there's high stakes to this match. And if Rosser loses this match by stoppage, by the, by the referee... By the doctors, the state athletic commission doctors, he loses his New Japan contract. That way, be very tragic, right? So, and so, unfortunately, it's played up really well by uh, Ian Riccaboni, the lead play-by-play guy. He's about this. This could happen. He can lose it this way. He can lose his contract, New Japan Wrestling, if the ref, if the rep doctor says he can't go and stops it. I, I again the audio. I can't tell if the crowd's mic'd up or even the ring is mic'd up well. But Lawler should really be verbal here and just be like, "Yeah, just stop. You can't go. You're out of New Japan." You know, just just kind of get people thinking that way. Like, oh shoot, if they if they stop this, he's out. And what that, that's that sucks because you know Lawler did something dirty to him. Now he has his cut, and but the doctor gives the clear. He's able to wrestle, and Lawler grabs him, snapmares him, hard kick to the back, and I'm like, "Ugh!" Snapmare him, grab him, start doing punches to that cut, punches to that cut. Maybe drop a twelve to six elbow right on that cut. Like, there's Lawler. He's trying to break. He wants a bust move. He wants that. He wants that commission to stop this he wants the match stopped he wants you know he's doing all he can to open that cup even more and there's already blood the commission doctor like i think this match should have been shorter and you go you kind of go to that well again with the commission doctor to build that drama up is there, is he going to stop it he can't do this he can't go he can't lose like this let him fight let him get let him let him let him die on his own sword here. Keep it going, right? You can have the the, the commissioner kind of creeping closer to the... Maybe he's taking a real hard look at this cut. He's he's right there. He's focusing. And people are like, oh, man, God, I hope they don't stop. I hope this is not Lex Luger, Ric Flair, Baltimore of uh, Greg Bash 98, when the Baltimore commission stopped it for... Unfortunately, Luger, to, you know, couldn't get enough color there. And there's just a little teeny trickle of blood. And... But roster, of course, bleeding out like he is, like, it's high drama here. Right. It's it's if a commission you're thinking that a commission doctor is gonna stop it. And so now the commission doctor starts to now he's grabbing a rope. He's starting to put his knee up. He's an old man, so I don't know if he can even do this. He's kinda had a hard time getting in the ring first time around, but like he could sell like he's about ready to okay. I'm going to pop up and get a really closer look and I don't think this kid, I'm not going to let, I'm not going to let this kid go, right? He, I'm not going to let him, this kid, Fred Rosser. You know, well, he's probably thirty something. He's still a kid to me. Um. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to let this, I'm going to let it go. I'm not going to let it, I'm not going to let go. I'm not, I can't, I can't unconsciously let it go. Like, you just, like, I can internally see this in his head, hopefully. And, there's Lawler just putting some punches in the corner on this cut. And just as the, just as the, Commission is about to pop up there and get the refs' attention to get roster over to him so he can look at the cut again. Rosser starts making a comeback. Boom, boom, big punch, of, big punch, of, boom, boom. Now the kids just like, well, he's doing right now. I, I I'm not gonna stop it. Now the fans are should be in it. Boom, 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 boom. Big comeback from Rosser. A little little some highs and lows real quick. And finally Rosser, you know, locks in that uh, chicken wing, that awesome chicken wing submission right in the middle and then Lawler taps out. I thought it could have been short, shortened up and played played more into the blood and the possible of the commission stopping and Rosser doing everything to hold on and keep fighting so the commission doesn't stop it. But they did that guy. So they, they just go into it once. That's it. And I thought they could, have, they really could have made it part of that, um, that story. Uh, Lawler does an... A nice Junakiyama hitting multiple exploder suplexes, including a wrist clutch exploder suplex that looked great. Um, Lawler then goes for a top a top rope I don't know what he's doing. He goes to the top rope, and then he goes down to the second rope. It was it was awkward. When he was like he was comfortable to climb the top rope to go to the floor. He just, all of a sudden he looked awkward, or maybe he just felt like oh shit, I shouldn't have gone to the top. I was probably, probably just to go to the second. That's what it kind of looked like to me, honestly. Because he comes off the top, comes off the top for another axe handle. Rosser catches him uh um uh, with a clothesline and you know gets the momentum back in his favor. Um they start fighting on the ring apron. Rosser is hitting a tombstone on the floor. Um it was might have been a bit much there. Uh, Rosser rolls him back in the ring and hits it emerald flosion and only gets a two count. Tombstone on the floor, emerald flosion. Wow. Um, Lawler gets control again, for, you know, front face lock. So that's why I don't like the tombstone on the floor or the pile drivers. I believe are should be still sacred. I know in this day and age they don't, but especially when it's on a concrete floor. Like he, the roster literally moved him from the blue mat that they laid out and did on the concrete floor. So, uh, so here he is kicking. Lawler's kicking out. Now he's back in control. Uh, you know, Lawler gets a front face guillotine. Um, then hits a version of the Michinoku driver on Rosser and gets a two count. Uh then hits the leg back, a cradle a leg cradle back suplex. But Rosser kicks out again. Rosser kicked out of Law's finisher when he crosses the arms and does like a short knee to the to the person's back. So he, it's kind of a cool version of the short knee that, you know, a lot of people are doing. Uh but this is the one actually just to me just Makes sense and looks like, yeah, that's a that fucking in the guy right now, right? Lawler gets it the rear naked choke. Uh Rosser tries to reverse it, but Lawler won't let go. This looks to be the end. Both men climb to the middle rope. Lawler is on the on roster's back, still has that um rear naked choke synced in. And and rosser just jumps back off the second rope does a second rope schoolboy, and you know with L- he crushes Lawler Lawler definitely takes the worst of it Woo. that looked a little bit that looked a little rough but that you know Rossin slaps on his own rear naked choke transitions to the the chicken wing which i I'll, submission move I just love and he has a great one and it's deep and Lawler keeps fighting keeps fighting and he finally comes to the chicken wing and taps out Fred Rosser is your new champion I thought it was a a good match. Um, of their three, in my opinion, it was the weakest of the three, but still very good. I prefer the second match. I thought that was really well done. Very dramatic stuff there. Look, um, I, I don't want to knock. I'm not knocking this match. I thought it was really good. I, I like to. I want. I, I can watch these guys wrestle like weekly, and and. And what I like about it is each match that they did, these three matches all feel different. They all feel different. Uh, as they should be. So and I believe these guys can just have every match they do feel different and and do some callbacks and stuff they did before. And you know, these guys should be married to each other, you know, going forward in their careers, at least in New Japan strong, in my opinion. Um Definitely don't go back to it right away, but you know, Lawler could should always be on the hunt to regain that title. She's always been the mix. And when it's a Fred Rosser, Tom Waller match, you should make an appointment to watch it. Cause it's, it's yeah. Special chemistry. And I really appreciate this whole trilogy of matches and their work and what they did. And, you know, it's just a, there's a great love to progressing what they put out there. And as a person that, you know, appreciates the hard hitting style i i i want my wrestling to have look like a struggle i want it to look like a competition i want to where both guys look like they actually want to win a match um, they're not just out there just doing a bunch of spots getting some just 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 working for cheap pops they they're it's about the it's the they want these guys are they want to take on that roller coaster ride and that's those those are the guys i like to watch i like you know it should be the roller coaster. You know, you start the slow descent up and, and you just go up and down and momentum switches and, you know, and these guys did it. These guys did a great job and I really enjoyed what they did. So thanks to both Fred Rosser, Tom Lawler, great series of matches. I'm looking forward to continuing watching more with with them. Um... so yeah, that's the take it Home podcast this week. A little shorter version. I want to thank everyone uh, for listening. You can follow me at La Um sh- I didn't get. I was. I was so excited to go right into this show. I forgot to plug the Fight Game Media Patreon Plus. It's five dollars a month. Um, like I said, it's a cup of coffee. gives a shot. Uh, I think you're really going to enjoy what We. What we do here at Fight Game Media Plus, we got a lot of great content. Not just covering pro wrestling, we cover boxing, we cover uh, mixed martial arts. We have you know Robert Silver for the boxing and his knowledge. Carlos Toro, uh, I think it's been a while since he's been on, but when he does, he does pop in here and there still. And he's just—they're both great minds for boxing. Ryan Frederick for the UFC does a lot of great work for us and also for uh, uh, the wrestling server site. Uh, Garrett Gonzalez, myself have a uh, show we're doing the raw 1998 review so we're f- watching every raw from that year we're also watching the pay-per-views and discussing the craziness that is raw 1998 and we just covered king of the ring 98 yes the famous king of the ring where mankind mick foley himself goes flying off the cage and that old craziness Kane. Beating Austin for the title, Austin regaining the title on Raw the next night in a really good match. So, we cover all that. It's a lot of fun to take this trip down memory lane. Like, a lot of stuff I forgot, or it's all just smushed together. And, and I'm like, oh, yeah, it happens now. I thought it was going to happen later on. So, like, we're just starting to Brawl for Raw, for God's sakes. Freaking nuts. There's a five star Joshi show, all things Joshi wrestling. One of the top. Joshi Wrestling Podcast out to today, and let me tell you, you're gonna want to subscribe and you want to listen to Scott's takes on what's gonna happen in TJP coming up soon. That's all I'm gonna say. Don't want to spoil anything for anyone, but it's gonna be very newsworthy. And if all goes as according to plan, as they say, things can change, of course. And I think, uh, I think uh, you want to be, you want to hear, you want to be when the coverage goes down. And Scott's on it when it comes to Josie. So five star Josie review. Check it out. There's not many Josie uh, podcasts out there. We have it, and it's and it's if not if one of the best, if not the best. We also hey, you know who puts on a good show? Impact Wrestling. We got J D Oliva. We got uh, Mike Gilbert. Two great guys. Brace for Impact podcast. They're covering that. Uh, for the Patreon, they have a free show that's on this free feed. They cover, They basically go over the show, review the show, and and that's always an entertaining listening. Listen, and but when it comes to the Patreon side, that's when they get in the the news, the backstage stuff, who's signing, who's going, why did Lady Frost decide to put her two weeks in and 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 leave Impact Wrestling? Right? They got all that dirt. They got all the scoops, uh, and They do some great work on that podcast. Uh, uh, Paul Fontaine and uh, uh, this Dynamite show. (laughs) Excuse me. I feel bad. Dynamite show uh, and with his his partner. How can I forget? Come on. How can I forget? How can I forget? (laughs) Jeff Hawkins. I apologize. It's late when I'm recording, but Jeff Hawkins, Paul Fontaine, they have a really entertaining Dynamite show. I listen to it. I love the hit because I have way different feedback on these shows and they do a lot. And it's just cool to hear someone else's. I like to hear different opinions. I don't want to hear when someone just going to agree with me. That's a boring conversation. I want to have a little debate. So I like to hear what they, what they say, what they like, what they don't like. And sometimes we are in agreement on a lot of things. And Paul's takes always crack me up. They could something, something that could be kind of out there in a fun, fun way. And, and Hawkins is, is there with him and, He's, <laughs> I got, I like, I just can sometimes I just laugh when Fall says some wackiness, and I can see, I can hear like Hawk is like trying to keep him on track. It's just fun, it's fun. And someone needs to keep me on track here as I close this show out. So again, thank you for listening. Please subscribe to Fight Game Me a plus. Please leave us a review here on Spotify, Apple iTunes. It helps this channel move up the charts. And I want to wish everyone a safe fourth of july weekend don't drink and drive. be responsible uh, have a good time with your family and just be safe out there be safe all right everyone have a good holiday weekend take care what's so special about hero Bread's soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and tortillas hero bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs five to 11 grams of protein and high fiber in every delicious serving